Do not confuse this with treatment or mental health advice or direction. Nothing on this podcast is made to supplement or supersede the relationship and direction of your mental health caretakers. Although David Koslowski is a licensed marriage and family therapist, he is not functioning as a certified mental health professional in this environment. And same applies to any professional who may appear on the Light, the Fight podcast. Welcome to the OG Therapy. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of OG Therapy and with me, Ride to Die, my right-hand man, Rojo and K. Scott. What's up, fellas? What's going on, man? What's good? What's good? What's good? I'm feeling What's good. Up? Feeling good. You said ride or die, and we're gonna die to ride. Let's get right. <laughs> <laughs> Ro- 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 Rojo, tell me how how you feeling out here in Utah with uh with the constant winter, spring weather we got. So winter, spring, summer, fall, everything all in one. Like just like just earlier today was just storming. Now I'm looking outside the sun out. It's like, okay, when the snow gonna come? <laughs> I, th- I think we're having global colding, not global warming right now. <laughs> this this is this a bad mix. It's a bad mix. When you see this type of mix in the weather, it's something coming up that's big. So you just gotta be aware. You know, though, my, my freshman year, when I came up here for the very first time, went to a, like a little uh, spring dance. Uh, some girl invited me to dance with like her her um, sorority, right? And so we go to the dance and we're hanging out. And uh, the next day, like we're supposed to go, like all get together bre- for breakfast, right? Dude, the day of the dance, it was like 80 degrees, right? This is May 5th, May 6th, something like that. We, we all go to meet for breakfast. The next morning, it was snowing. My first time oh. here in Utah, I was like, what? snowing in May. Like, I had my shorts on. I was ready to go. So, I did have flip flops on. I did have <laughs> flip flops. I had my board shorts on because, you know, I, I, was, I was a fish out of water here in Utah. But I just want to let everybody out there know that it can snow in May out here in Utah. And for us Cali boys, that is no bueno. No bueno. No bueno. Hate it. Hate Dislike it. it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys gotta right. be safe out there though because i just seen on the news that there was a landslide where a house just fell down the hill uh-huh. oh, oh yeah, yeah that's right it did it did i saw I that yeah. was I yeah, suncrest suncrest okay yeah. okay so anyways all you teenagers you don't need to be knowing about all this stuff we're just we're, we're just old man just just complaining about the weather because you when you get old someday you just talk about the weather how bad the weather sucks right, <laughs> right. yep all right, well, let's go ahead and jump into this one. And um, this one has to do with parents and family. All right, so the question is, my parents and family is really struggling a lot right now, like the worst it's ever been, and my family is just falling apart. Is it better to try and gather the pieces of my family again or tune out and let them do their thing and just stay focused on myself? Okay, when I first saw this question, I was like, man, did this kid read my diary from when I was young? <laughs> <laughs> no, just the fact that whoever sent in this question, the fact that you sent in the question that you articulated that well, bravo to you because I do not envy you what you got going on in your family, but everybody knows, and I've said this on the podcast before a long time ago, I had this one lady from the South, she was one of my clients, and she said something I'll never forget, she said, she said, because everybody knows, ain't no drama like family drama. Ah, and she said right after that so i've been trying to i've been trying to i've been trying to divorce my family my whole life but apparently you legally can't divorce your own family (laughs) i heard she made me laugh but it was true like ain't no drama like family drama Mm. right like family drama it's like you you can avoid it for so long but thanksgiving's coming 
Christmas is coming. <laughs> yeah, you have to deal with it at some point, right? You have to see your Never cousins, your aunties, your uncles, or whoever it is you got drama with sisters, brothers. It's gonna come at you mm -hmm. sometime. However, the hardest part is when it's in your home and they live just down the hallway from you. And it doesn't sound like this 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 teenager is like personally like a part of what's going on, but obviously personally being affected by what's going on. Yeah. So I'm wondering, uh, Rojo, having a big family, now we don't know the full context of this young person, but when you hear this question talking about, hey, you know, my family's got this whole thing going on, should I just kind of do me, kind of tune it out? Um, I know that's a difficult question when you live inside the family and you have that, you know, that stuff just inside your own household. But what are some of your thoughts when you hear that question? Big families, big problems. You know, it's, it's going to be a lot. It's more a lot money, more, more problems, more siblings, more problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a lot more. It's a lot more misunderstandings. It's a lot more miscommunications. It's yeah. a lot of you're the favorite. You're not the favorite. Um, you hang out with this brother more than you hang out with the other brother. Hang out with this your sister more than you hang out with your other sister. Or if there's and drama, people want you to pick sides. They want you to pick sides. Yeah, it's always it's always a size. It's always a side that need to be picked. But if you're if your family has a a history of um violence or um misuse of um alcohol as a or, or yeah, addiction uh, yeah addiction yeah. uh alcohol abuse and things like that you can see some of the dynamic come into play um and like oh, yeah. for me and my brothers and my sisters um we love each other and we do have our 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 moments where we dislike each other but i think it's one big common thing that kind of bring us together and keep us together during holidays um is that we have experience growing up where um aunties and uncles as well as my mom and stuff they you know things happen they don't want to talk they, everybody leaves or everybody scatter out and um you know um you start feeling like the family is falling apart and sometimes when you lose that backbone of the family like a grandma or a mm -hmm. grandpa or yep. somebody that was really you lose the on, ogs yeah, family OGs, sometimes. Like, yeah. Yep, somebody that has been a really good uh, a, a middle person when it comes to that, you can feel it. But me and my brothers and my sisters, we always we have like an unwritten rule of like we just never gonna get to a point where we just dislike each other and stop talking. You know, we, so so, we might... so so real quick, let me sure. So you're talking about making like a little pact with the people that you're closest with in your family, like you have this pact. Yeah, and, okay. and it's like an unwritten rule. And um, you know, I believe that even even still to this day, we don't even really talk about it, but when we are together, you don't see the dysfunction that we saw with our aunties and our uncles growing up. So it, it's one of those things that you kind of see it and it's just you kind of just know like not not to do it. But then also my mom is still around and yeah. who knows when God is gonna call her home and how are we gonna act when we are around each other without the backbone or the yeah. main piece of the family. So it, it's one of those things where the family can look like they're struggling, but you have to be able to understand that all families have a struggle you mm -hmm. just have to figure it out within each other, of what you want to do about it and how to handle it. Now, more specifically for a teenager though, like with the questions, like they're trying to say, do, do I just put on my headphones and, and zone it out? Because you're speaking from an adult perspective right now. But for the teenager in this particular situation, by the way, that was good context because you're talking about your family, how important family can be. Mm -hmm. But for a teenager, like that's kind of a, a little of a trap situation, too. It, it is. It is. But then as a teenager, you got to start talking to your cousins, talking to your brothers and sisters. That's, that is your age. 
because at the end of the day, you will be the next person taking care of the family or having the big events, or mm. you don't want the family to fall apart. So say if you're 15 and you have a cousin that's 15 and your mom or your, okay, your dad is arguing with yeah. his brother, which is your cousin, your cousin, dad, yeah. at the end of the day, it is like a pack. You have to look at each other and be like, Hey, you know, we don't want this when we get to this age, you know, where we start having our kids hang out. We don't want to feel like the family is falling apart or we're struggling so bad that everybody's going their separate ways because you will be the next generation yeah. for the family. You know, what you said right there, um, so I had a client not too long ago. And when I say not too long ago, that could mean like 10 years ago or two <laughs> weeks ago. I try to keep it like on the DL, right? Um, what, no, it, you brought something to my attention because there's some close siblings in this family. And these were older teenagers with younger teenagers. They started talking. Parents are going through a bad divorce, um, went through divorce, and then the siblings started talking and the siblings agreed that they were going to address their parents together. So three of the siblings, the older ones talked to the mom separately. And then when they were staying at the dad's house, they talked to the dad and they told him the same thing. They said, um, the reason why we don't want to hang out with you guys is because we're tired of all the drama. Yes. And the way they said it, because it was all three of them saying it to their sibling, I, my client kind of, we talked about it and then, you know, my client, he went to his other siblings and they kind of all agreed that they were stronger together, but they can't attack their parents about it. They couldn't like go in there like saying, you guys suck. You guys need to quit fighting. They went in there saying, Hey, listen, you know how you're saying like, we don't want to spend time with you guys. We want to spend more time with families. We thought about, we realized what happened. What, what's happened is that it's not that we don't want to spend time with you guys. We just don't want to like be with you. And then all we could do is hear about like, your complaints about the other person. And then with dad complain about mom and saying, can you guys do us a favor? Like we love you both equally. Can we just be left out of these conversations? Can yeah. we just like not have to like, can you guys deal with your adult stuff and not drag us in the middle of it? That was a game changer. And thanks for reminding me that Rojo. Cause just when you said that close family unit. So I like this suggestion. You can go to your siblings. If you got them, people are close. Maybe that have influence over your family and talk to them say, Hey, listen, I'm not trying to knock my family out, but like, I can't just abandon my family and put my headphones on, act like it's not happening because eventually I got to take my headphones off. Mm -hmm. And I can't be in the middle trying to counsel my parents or whatever because I'm not their therapist. So go to some OGs in the family, go to siblings, kind of get strength in that and talk to people. What what could we do to try to help out the family better? Sometimes family, a family, sometimes families will create family meetings because of something like this, you know? Yeah. Hey, what, what, what do you think, mm -hmm. Kenneth? Yeah, you know, when I'm looking at it in the family structure, you know, growing up, I had my stepfather. My stepfather had kids of his own. And so my stepbrothers, I don't ever call them my stepbrothers. So they're like my real brothers. Yeah. Because yeah. I, one of them, I've been with him since he was one years old. And the other one, so when he moved in with us, you know, we clicked instantly. But when I was younger, I would say before I was in middle school, um, high school year, middle school, I'll say middle school, there was times where my mom and my pops, I call them my pops because, you know, to yeah. me, he was the only father figure I had besides yeah. my, I didn't know my dad. So I called him my pops, my stepfather, my pops. And so when my, my mom and my pops used to argue, you know, when I was younger, I would basically just like the kids said in the beginning, like I stayed focused on myself and I would just, you know, hug my little brother, be like, it's cool. Don't worry. It's going, you know, it's going to be good. Like, boom, boom, boom. And so, but as I got older and the arguing happened, then when those times where my mother's by herself or my pops was by himself, I would ask them a simple question like, you good? 
And then, you know, they start, and I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Like, well, you know, I was hearing some things, you know, just making like that, right? And so, like, yeah. once the stuff settled down, I would get with each one one-on-one and then ask them if they good. Just a general, you good. And then that will prompt them to be like, oh, shoot, the kids. And then we'll come together like a meeting, like you were saying. Oh, yeah. And then it was just like, hey, you know, things got, you know, heated. We didn't really, you know, miscommunication. And the greatest thing that I learned, uh, you know, it was from Jay-Z. He said, nobody wins when a family feuds, right? In one of his songs. And so truth. later on. That's that, fact. Yeah, that's, that's true. And, and Rojo mentioned like how, you know, how your mother is still here. So like later down the line, obviously a couple years back, um, once my step pops, well, my pops and my, uh, my mom divorced and my mom passed away like many years later, but like me and him reconnected and we had that man to man conversation. He said, if he were to go back and do it all over again, those miscommunications were kind of broke up the family in regards to the dysfunctionality of it. He would have nipped it in the bud right there and yeah. like kind of, you know, solved it right there. And so uh, he appreciated like us being young and being open and sharing like, like, Hey, like what's going on? You good? Like communicating that aspect of it because he realized like the children listen to this. And so as the children for us, he appreciated us coming to him and be like, Hey, what's going on? What's wrong with TT? Cause my little brother, when he was young, he used to call my mom TT, like what's wrong with TT. And so that made him click in his head, like, Oh, something's up. And it yeah. kind of mitigated everything. You know, I, I, thanks for sharing that, uh, Kay, because, um, what you and Rojo both said to me or both said on this podcast made me think just really to solidify the, the suggestion that we're given this person that sent in this question, even though we don't know all the details of it. And even though like, this is not actual therapy, like from a mental health professional, like it says in our disclaimer, <laughs> there's one common thing that all of us are saying. You can't bottle this up inside. You can't put your headphones on. You can't just pretend this is going to go away because it ain't going away. Mm -hmm. Right. You need, you need to talk to people in your family. You need to be clear about what you're stating. Cause as we all know, as parents, cause all three of us on, on this, on this podcast, we all have kids too. When our kids say something to us, it has more influence than if like our spouse or if like our best friends sometimes say stuff to us. Cause of like, you know, like, like my daughter, like my wife really wants to get a point to me. She doesn't have my daughter say it, but my daughter's like the little mini mom. She'll come and be like, dad, I've been noticing this, this, that lately. And I'll like, look at her. And then my wife's like, I didn't tell her to say that. I'm like, mm -hmm. but what happens every time is I look at my daughter. I'm like, it just makes me think totally different, right? Like mm -hmm. it just brings in a whole different perspective because my daughter's not against me. You know, mm -hmm. she's team me. And so you being that person, I'm speaking to the person who's sending this question and anyone listening to this that can relate to this, you can be a very huge asset for your family. You Sometimes you need to be an example to people who are supposed to be the example to you. Yes. These people may not be bad people. They could be loving people, but... Us as parents, I need my kids to, to to say some things that sometimes no one else could say it to me except for them. So use right. your power, use your influence, speak up to your family, talk to people in your family that could be of best help and see what they think. Uh, even suggest therapy and counseling. I've had lots of my, my clients say, yeah, you know you're in trouble when your kids are saying, hey, I think you guys need to go to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> so but hey man those parents went because the kids suggested it. it's it's that simple hard truth so we just want to thank everybody for sending in your questions to og therapy as always follow us on instagram follow us on youtube eventually we'll be on that tiktok 
You can send in DMs. Even if you don't follow us, send in DMs. We'd be happy to get your question because we all know you guys are going through it. You teenagers out there, friend, drama, family, drama, social media, online, relationship with yourself. But when the life you are living has got you down and beaten up, or maybe life's got your friend in some bad situations and you're trying to help them out, but if they're broken down on their knees, don't hesitate to reach out to your OGs. Thanks for listening to the OG Therapy. See you next time. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.